Hey guys, welcome to Is What It Is, a podcast where the life and times of Isabella, aka myself, shape my opinions, advice, storytelling, and decision making. Nothing's off limits, so let's get into it. Oh man. All right. We're live. And we're at it again. <laughs> okay. I feel like your voice is a little scratchy, but that's fine. Me? <laughs> hey, girl. I'm not the one that had COVID-19. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with anything. Hey, guys. What's up? It's Isabella and her friend. Hi, guys. It's Kylie. Hi, it's Kylie and Jordy. It's Isabella and Corbin. We're coming to you live from Is What It Is. Um, What's up, dude? Um, we have been, this has been the biggest production of my life trying to get this podcast going up and running. Um, yeah, we have been at the beach chilling and Isabella's out of COVID. We've been celebrating. I know. She's been trying to go to a bar every single night and nothing's open. So I know it's just like something I like to talk about and then not do. I know. No, I get it. Isn't that kind of everyone right now? It's like, you're just hoping for the best, and it's still fun to talk about it, even though it never happens. Right. 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 I will, I, I am gonna, I am missing going out, though. I like My wallet ain't. Your yeah, that has saved me money, for sure. Yeah, that's been nice, but also, like, I just miss going out with my friends to bars. Your gal pals. My Friends. What's funny is when I started thinking about this concept of a podcast, I was originally going to do it with my brother and call it Zal Pals. <laughs> You're lying. It was never going to be called that, but it was just like ideas were floating. Love It Today's is literally in between two of the tripod bars. <laughs> she's like, I'm ready to be on the show. This is the calmest she's been. She has to be in on the action. She's the producer. She is the producer. She's worked long and hard this season. She puts in some hard, long hours. So, today, we're recording. We wanted wanted to talk about a lot. We kind of threw around a few ideas. It started with talking about, like, deal breakers and children. Specifically, men with children. (laughs) <laughs> no experience with that department. All right. You're going to have to talk close to the mic. I'll tell you. You can hold it. That's what Tommy does. Holds it like he's a DJ. Okay. Back with ASMR shit. ASMR. Right. Uh, so, there's a Trump, a torn Trump flag staring me dead in the eye. Not to get into politics, <laughs> but... Don't break that up. Corbin and I have a difference of opinions, but we're not going to bring it up. She's radical left, and I'm radically right. Exactly. Kidding. She's radically incorrect, and I'm here <laughs> for the people, okay? But it's cool. I like that we're friends because it shows that it, you don't... Just because your belief systems... Yeah, friends. <laughs> just because your belief systems don't necessarily match up, just because you're wrong doesn't mean... I'm kidding. But just because uh, we have two different ways of viewing things, because we're still both reasonable and rational, mm-hmm. well, <laughs> um, doesn't mean that they both can't be heard out. Yeah. 
It's, um, I feel like you're kind of moderate to begin with, so it's not like your opinions really slap anyone in the face. Right. I am. Um, and I don't, at this point, especially in the midst of this chaotic, stupid year, I don't necessarily even like to talk politics with anyone because it's just like we were talking about earlier, a slippery slope. You don't want to get into it because it's not worth screaming at someone over. Like, yeah, it, yelling and asserting your opinions abrasively or posting on Facebook isn't going to change someone's mind. So right. just everyone keep their thoughts themselves. You're not a politician mm-hmm. unless you are on C-SPAN. Right. C-SPAN. Keep it together. Keep what it in about that old noggin. I like where your head's at because BBC, 90.7, that shit slaps in the morning. Never listen to it. To, uh, it's just like the Jazz Channel. You know the Jazz Channel, they have news on it too. Anyway, it's mm. pretty cool. I like it. I like it a lot. What, do you listen to AM radio? <laughs> Maybe. I like jazz. <laughs> you know that. I'm a jazzy girl. Jazzy you do, jazz. yeah. Jazzy gals. Uh, so anyway, we also we were like talking last night about the Call Her Daddy podcast, which is kind of, kind of it's like fun to talk about. Call Her Daddy is mm-hmm. it's I blown think, up over the past year. Right, it has blown up. I started listening like I don't know two years ago maybe, and I listened to like the first episode, and then I literally could not get myself to listen to it very often because. The Sophia Franklin girl, her voice is the most... More annoying than yours? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I would rather listen to my voice over hers if that says anything. Oh. I can't stand to hear my own voice. Right. But her voice was cringy. Because not, like, literally the way... She was like a California, like, valley girl times ten. Like, and then she drug out every single word so literally a 30 minute podcast for them for us would have been 45 for them right because just because she freaking the way she talks right so i i'm not super familiar with it i've listened to a little bit here and there just from people talking about it because i like to be in the know yeah. yeah, I've been listening to it recently over the past like a few months. But it see it's definitely like a little too something I don't like, like too sexual. Not I don't it's know almost, if that's the problem, but it's almost um awkward to listen to even when you're by yourself. Right, and it's like, is it that? It's like too intense on a way that I'm like, are you guys sure yeah. what you're talking about? I don't even know, but at the same time, it's like they're opening up these conversations because no one ever has them. Right. So and it's now also I can cool. See right. Yeah. Because it's a lot of the stuff that Alex Cooper hits on is stuff that you probably think but never really voice because it's embarrassing. But she's like going out there and saying it. Yeah. <laughs> Isabella, queen of matching outfits, has a. Matching jacket for my bathing suit, one piece suit for my one piece suit because modesty is in, folks. It is, uh, yeah. I think even if you think it's dumb as fuck, which Geneva, I know you do, you've been tweeting about it all day, <laughs> but it's still, it does open up a conversation of like sex 
and relationships, and specifically the one that we were listening to is Miley Cyrus one, which mm-hmm. was good. Who was good? And I thought they did well together. And it's not even with Miley. I was like, I don't necessarily agree with some of the stuff you're saying, mm-hmm. but it's at least making me think about it. Well, I, I don't. I loved Hannah Montana in that phase, but then you did. Yeah. Hmm. Are you American? I guess. You didn't like it? Mm-mm. I never watched it. What? That was like our era. Really? I mm-hmm. thought it was like younger than us. Mm-mm. I think it's probably like your mature for your age, maybe. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, well. Okay. Anyway. Um I don't I didn't necessarily love Miley the past few years, but then just hearing her stance on everything put things into a different perspective that I never really thought of. Like, she's very much just, she's not trying to appease anyone or please anyone other than herself, which I think is respectful and something that everyone needs to maybe take into consideration a little bit more. Yeah. Including myself. Right. Like, don't do things just for other people. Like, Dress up or whatever for yourself. It doesn't have to be for someone else. Right. Which is cool. Yeah. And I think, too, the thing that I don't like about Miley, historically, is the same thing I don't like about Call Her Daddy. It was, like, so much in your face where you're like, do you even believe this shit? Or are you just, is it reactionary? Or are you just trying to act big and bad? Mm -hmm. But I think... Both the podcast and Miley in this particular episode did a good job of just having a real conversation. Mm -hmm. I thought she was pretty real. Yeah, she was. Very real. But let's talk about the worst part. That haircut is never getting... That is the worst thing I've ever seen. It was awful. But also think about who her dad is. Yeah. Billy Ray. It's time to talk about our sponsors for today. I haven't come up with any. What's uh, The only thing I know that's not sponsored by is mullets. Female mullets. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what it is sponsored by. Um, personally, my sponsors today are Polaroid Camera. True. Because everyone looks good in a good Polaroid. True. And margaritas. Margaritas. We did have a picture of margaritas today. We did. Just something to take the edge off at Some, 11 a.m. Exactly. We all need it. Um, yeah, so I just, on another page, I just posted today a... Um, an episode where I interviewed Gen Zers. One of them is non-binary. I kept wanting to call her she, and that was really hard. But look at me go. They been there, baby. Okay. We were just talking about this before the podcast started. One of my friends, he was kind of texting me about the podcast, and I was like, what do you think? He was like, eh, I didn't really feel like you were yourself or something. I can't even remember because it was bullshit. Anyway, (laughs) yeah, fuck that guy, but he is like a good enough friend of mine to consider what he had to say, and I don't know, it was just interesting, like, to think about how you give people feedback, and like, you were helpful to talk to, because I was like, originally I was like, fuck this guy, and you were like, well, what is he like really trying to say, which I think brings back to our whole point of like, what actually are people trying to say instead of getting offended? Mm-hmm. 
What? Yeah, that's what I ended up asking him, by the way. I texted him back, and I said, I don't really know what you're saying. Can you say it in a way that's more helpful? Okay. And he did. Yeah. And he was like, it seems like you're almost interrupting yourself before you get your full thought out because you don't want to, like, come across as controversial almost i'm trying to simplify the language he used but yeah and i was like i can see that because it's really hard like you're trying you're putting yourself out there and you have your own opinions but you don't want to like not in any way that anyone listens to me or cares enough to be canceled or any of that but still like your voice on the internet or anything has both intended and unintended consequences that will last forever and like what i don't want to do is like question gender or culture appropriation or these like big hot and heavy topics and then someone bring it up later when i'm rich and famous like Mm -hmm. kevin hart for example and be like what i can't even believe that you right no i get that yeah does that make sense i guess um especially starting a fresh slate building from the ground up grassroots baby grassroots baby um it's hard to, in these first initial episodes, try and build, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, know where your own self is coming from? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, just trying to build your personality on a podcast, because you have your personality outside, but not everyone, I guess you you try to appeal to the general public, which is nearly impossible these days, because everything right. is so hypersensitive and just overly dramatic and you try to appeal to everyone but that's not possible right as much as you try to there's always going to be haters right there's always going to be people that scrutinize you for the smallest like micro analyze you yeah but i think the important thing is to be authentic enough that you stand out right which your personality does naturally well thank you but i think that's what that guy was trying to say is right and I did the more I thought about it I was like what yeah like maybe you are right like what's the point in having the conversation if I'm not willing to go there Mm -hmm. and push the boundaries if I'm just gonna agree or try to not be I mean but it's weird like a lot of it I do agree with what they're saying Mm -hmm. it's just it's hard yeah no criticism is hard the whole thing it's hard to try to have... Com- I think it comes back to, like, it's hard to have conversations where you both make the person feel heard and also express yourself. hmm It's hard to do both. It's a balancing act, as some would say. It is a balancing act. From experience on podcasts. From all my experience. So, anyway, yes, I'm getting a lot of criticism and negative feedback because it's just hater. When you have the following I have, mm-hmm. it's inevitable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, back to Miley Cyrus. I think it was good. I want to talk about like a lot of the touch points that they hit on. Uh, Miley was pretty much saying, I don't even know. I wrote so many notes on this in my pink sharpie pen. Uh, I, I'm just gonna start from the beginning. Oh, this was my notes before. <laughs> she was saying that she at this point has like a filtration system for people on what like she will and will not accept Mm -hmm. and it's just like a baseline 
This is where I'm at. If you fall under it, nope. And if you're in it, great. Yeah. Which, Which I, I like, think is great. Yeah. If only, though. She also talks about um, making lists. Um, um, making lists and just saying if you're trying to weed out one or two people, like let's say you're just openly dating, um, like you are now. Okay, yeah. Let's say you're kind of feeling one or two people, you're trying to like figure out the pros and cons between them. You write out what makes or breaks this person. Right. Which I really thought was a great idea. Even if it, it isn't people you're romantically interested in, even friends. Like, right. if you're having a lot of conflict or problems with this friend, write out, physically write on a piece of paper what their cons are and then measure that out with the pros. If there's way too many, if the cons are way outweighing the pros, right. see ya. Right. And I almost feel like the people I'm closest to, like yourself, like, I don't really even feel like you have any cons. Shut up. I know. I'm being sweet. That's sweet. She's a good friend. I know. But it's like, your cons are really just differences. They're not really cons. You know? And I feel like that's an important thing to, like, keep people close to you like that. Like, it's good to not have fucking clones of you around yeah like have different people but really there shouldn't be any like maybe i'm too harsh there shouldn't be anyone where you're like oh they're horrible in this way that's what i'm saying there that shouldn't exhausting you shouldn't be constantly focusing on why you don't like this person Right. As opposed to highlighting and bragging about why you do like a person. Like, why would you want to have that person in your... Why would you waste expended energy on someone like that? Right. Just go ahead. If you don't like someone, cut them. Cut them. You need to cut it. And it's not even always about, like, even liking them. So, I had a friend... Friend. She's <laughs> honestly... Again, I feel like I just said this. She's, she is definitely a friend, but not a close friend. Asked me to dinner with her and her boyfriend... Which is all good, and I accept it because I always, I just like to be around people, whatever. But then I had something come up, and I was kind of, like, relieved. I don't, I'm not really someone that cancels plans because I normally just hang out with people I like. But I was kind of relieved, and it was, like, a moment in time where I was like, why, I don't, not only do I want to cancel, but I'm never going to be, like, great friends with you. Sorry if you're listening to this because I, it's not you. It's not her at all. It's just... Is it you didn't work? mesh well. Huh? You didn't mesh well? It's not that I didn't mesh well. I just don't know. I don't mesh well enough for me to, like, put a lot of time and energy into the friendship. And it's like, let's just not try to start something that's not going to come to fruition. Mm-hmm. But I still would love to, like, see you out. I wish you well. I think you're cool. I think you're awesome. But it's like I barely, I barely have time to, like see people I really like. Yeah. Because no one lives around me and no one will see me because it's quarantine. So, it's fine. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's the point of these lists. Right. Is kind of just counting out the people that you really don't see anything transpiring with them in the future. Right. Like, you can have a lot of short-term friends. Right. 
that happens a lot in college, especially. And then... And short-term friends are fine, too. Yeah. Like, I have... Yeah, I have some. I've recently been... Got myself into this little DJ group. They're, like, all these little new-agey... What do you mean DJ group? (laughs) I forgot to tell you You're behind a turntable? Yeah. Like, behind a turntable. Okay, so... Pretty much, long story short, when I got out of quarantine, I got smashed. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because I was so excited. I spent, like, did the whole day doing, smashing everything that I missed out on three weeks into one day. And ended up going to this bar where it was all these, like, all these DJs and cool and, like, all around my age. But they all knew each other and ended up talking to them and hanging out. And then this past weekend, I hung out with them some more. And I don't, they're like all so cool, but I also don't feel like I'm necessarily on the same page. So it kind of does feel like that, mm-hmm. like temporary friend almost, but it's like no disrespect. I'm just like, this is really fun, but I think it's just going to be for a season. Yeah. Which is fine. Which is fine. I'm saying like people you really want in your life for the long term. Yeah. Right. No, I get it. Uh, so I feel like too with the whole COVID thing like being home for so long I was just like putting in a lot of work on myself and like thinking about things spending time alone and like now I'm at the point where I'm like I don't want to I don't want to work on myself I just want to have shit happen do what I want to do mess it up apologize turn it flip it reverse it pop it yeah because I'm tired you're tired tired of working like I'm just exhausted like sometimes it's good to it's good to self-reflect but it's sometimes good to just live and if it's wrong you just screw it up yeah but you also don't want to sit there and dwell on everything right and not dwell yeah I think that's the part that's hard like I have this part that's like I really want to work or like do whatever and then I'll do it and then I'll dwell on it and be like what's that yeah no you can't do that well, she had two weeks by herself. She's I stuck know. in the house. I didn't have anything to do. So, and along that page, Miley was saying too, like, I like myself. And even when I didn't like myself, if everything that happened wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't like myself right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is kind of like the no regrets theory. Which, I'll, I gotta tell you who this isn't sponsored by. This is not sponsored by people that have no regrets. You don't have regrets. Yeah, that's not true. I have so many. That's not a real thing. <laughs> I have so many You can't tell me that you're not in the shower one day, washing your hair, and thinking about something you did in eighth grade. Yeah. <laughs> like, I posted about it today on TikTok when I begged to do the announcements in high school. And <laughs> do you remember this? You hung up halfway through. <laughs> yeah, I hung up because it was time for the Pledge of Allegiance. So I was like, I know the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> like, I've been doing this shit. My whole life, because we did it at Concordia, I think. Yeah. I was like, I know it. I was like, I pledge of allegiance. Click. I was like, I couldn't remember it. I got stage fright, hung up the phone, and just walked out of the office. Just yeah. went back to homeroom. And everyone laughed at me, and I don't blame them. It wasn't bullying. I deserved it. So. You don't deserve bullying, but it is funny. Yeah, no, no one was bullying me. I'm just saying, like, just I got made fun Just because it's you. Of. Yeah. Like, if it was some shy kid that never spoke. 
Never. That'd be mean. What were we talking about just then, before that? Um, no regrets. Oh, right. Yeah, that makes me mad. I have so many regrets. But I do at the same... I get the point, like, as I do at the same time, think I wouldn't be me without so many regrets, but... Part if it's situational, it makes sense. Sorry, I can't stop working. It would have been a lot better had I not had to have any regrets and could just already have been <laughs> fine. Yeah. You know? So. Anyway. Um, I... How is... How is your love life going? I should ask. Oh, same old shit. Same Just old kidding. Um, yeah, one point that Isabella wanted to talk about was kids dating someone with a kid slash multiple children. Kids. Yeah. And is it a deal breaker? And what are other deal breakers for certain people? And... Yeah. My current situation is my boyfriend has a an almost five-year-old next month. And it's something that I, I really value how good of a dad he is. And I see how much he loves her, which makes my heart happy. But it's also caused a lot of rifts in our relationship, just dealing with Right. You know, the child in general, the child's mom, and right. it's always going to be a difficult process. It's not ever easy. And I can't imagine doing that, like having yeah. to deal with any ex ever again. And she's, I mean, she's always been nice to me, so I can't really say it's not the most difficult situation, right. but it's not the easiest. Right. Just because I'm not her actual parent, so it makes it difficult when I don't know when to overstep my boundaries or what my boundaries are. They're not truly defined. Yeah. I don't know where my place is with parenting. I've never had a kid, obviously. I don't know what the frick I'm doing ever. Yeah. And, which is nice because I'm so close to my mom. I just, my mom raised three children and... It make I mean that helps me talking to her, but um, which is the point I brought up to you today. Like, would you, knowing what you know now, or not knowing what you know now, but like ha- being in the situation of the difficulties that come with not being a set parent, but essentially like a lot of those duties, well, yeah. would you still be in love with Corey, or would you still choose to have pursued that? Which he said yes, which is. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I would. Yeah, I think, um, I think, I mean, right now, I don't want to say cheesy crap like soulmates, but, um, I think just the way that we get along and we understand each other and, like, the, from the second we met, we were talking nonstop. It felt like we had not already known each other for years and all that crap, that mushy crap, but, um... It just so happens, and I'm happy. One thing is that he did disclose that he had a child the first day we met, which I'm glad it didn't yes. come out months later when I was invested and didn't want to fuck with any of that. But right. I do love her, and of course you do. Um, and you're great towards her. I mean, she's really lucky to have you, and her mom thanks. is really lucky to have you. 
Thanks. And he's lucky to have you. I mean, it's one big <laughs> Corbin Lucky circle jerk. She's being sweet today. I know. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> it's um, the corona. It's over the there. corona. Not, not the virus. The <laughs> Right. I've gotten over the virus. The beer. The beer. Uh, yeah, I feel... Well, the reason I was asking you, too, is because I went on a date last weekend with someone that has a five-year-old. Mm-hmm. And I feel like everyone around me is like, eh, uh-uh, uh-uh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I get that, but we're kind of getting into the place in our lives. We're still probably on the earlier side of it, but we're going to get to a point where, like, if we continue dating, where people have children or have divorces, and it's like, is that a deal breaker? Mm-hmm. I feel like not all the way for me. It's preferred that they don't have an ex-wife or child. Yeah, I mean, if... You would have asked me before I met him, would I date someone with a child? And I would have said 100% no. Right. And I would have too until you did it. But then I met him and I'm like, okay, this, I would, I wouldn't say no. Right. You know? And then you get, I got invested and it was like, you know, we just hit it off. So it's all downhill from the, (laughs) kidding. Right. Um, And again, not every relationship is the easiest smoothest ride but it you know yeah take what you get right so i think i'm gonna go out with him again really just say yeah mostly because he pulled up in a 2020 mercedes (laughs) well uh and to that i say welcome to the stepmoms club of mecklenburg county because me and this girl i'm in school with her boyfriend is a five-year-old daughter. Wow. So we're looking for other members if you're enjoying. Okay. I don't know if I've re- like I'm reaching this new place for me which is this is a new phase I'm going into which is finally like dating and hooking up with people without really caring as much. Like I've always cared a lot in the past and I'm like so glad to finally be the one that's on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is great. Besides that, I kind of just miss the feeling of liking someone. Like, I almost feel like I've checked out so much that I'm like, what's even the point? Yeah, but that's, like, part of a new thing of being newly single. Yeah. It just comes with the territory. I guess. I just always have been, like, really into it and, like, got, you know me, like, guy crazy. Which I still am. Don't get me wrong. But I've just never, I feel like, been the one that's, like, I really don't care as much. Mm-hmm. Which now I do. I mean, now I don't. Now I do not care as much. <laughs> Does that make sense? So you don't care as much. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. And then I also, I was going to tell you this funny thing earlier, remember? Like, oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and this is like a call her daddy episode. It's in light of the episode, so it's going to be a little more sexual in nature. So... If any of your stepchildren are listening, tell them to log off. Mom, don't listen to this. My mom listens to my podcast, by the way. She's so sweet. Oh, Lord. Yeah, she listens to it, and she has not said one negative thing. Like, she hasn't been harsh on any of the stuff I talk about. I, I just... I know. Oh, God. I'm so, I yeah. would No, I'm just so, like, very much... I don't... Well, I wouldn't want my mom to listen to that, but it, you haven't really said anything bad. We can listen. Yeah. Well, wait for this. Here we go. <laughs> so, I went... Actually, no, I didn't go on a date. I met this guy when I was at the bar with the DJs. That's how I got into all this. Oh, God. 
he came up to me and he was like, I was your waiter when I went, when I took my brother out for his engagement dinner at Dilworth Tasting Room. And he was really cute at dinner, but he was also just the waiter with a mask on. So who's really just that? <laughs> right? But anyway, he was cute and whatever. So we've been talking a little bit, but we were earmuffs for those. We were hooking up the other night and then the next day, this is what I was going to tell you. The next day, he was like, so did you really, like, mean what you said last night? And we'd had, like, a good bit to drink the night before. So it was, like, hashtag drunk sex. And <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, you know, like, we had been at a party the night before. Mm -hmm. And he was like, that you wanted to have sex in front of everyone at the party? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, you were, like saying that you wanted me to da 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 in front of da da da. I, uh, Why? I don't know. I guess I was like dirty talking. I don't know. I'm sorry. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> but I guess he really took it to heart that I wanted him to like have sex with me in public in front of all these people. And I was like, no. I not. don't want that at all. I don't. I couldn't want that any less. Than to show up to a party with the lights on and you have sex with me. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that awful? Oh my god. Yeah. That's so, pretty bad. Yeah, anyway. And I was also like, why don't you know that... That... Why would anyone want that? Right. I'm like, why don't you know that that's not what I meant? Either. So... Yeah. Anyway, poor guy. He's... He's 22. He doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> but he's perfect. He's, you know... Use them and lose them. Yeah. Love them, rub them, tug them. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Which, I don't know. I used to feel so weird it's on the same note of, like, the call her daddy shit. Like, it does bring a lot of light to, like, female sexuality. And I think what she's done, which is good, is, like, bring a normalcy to women that have sex or women that have casual sex. Mm-hmm. Which is... I think good. Yeah. In some ways. But I also think casual sex can be not good for people. Too much of it. Right. Like, I feel like sex is, can be bad if, A, you're not healthy. Like, if you don't use condoms. Mm -hmm. A, just like the physical health part about it. And then, B, if you're using it to, like, fill a void. Right. I feel like a lot of people are like that, though. Exactly. Mostly Which, guys. But, actually, both. I was going to say, I feel like a lot of women. It just, yeah. It's like, if you're, I don't even know. Some people go out with the intention to have sex with someone every night. Right. And it's like, I don't like that. okay, for what reason? Right. And I have been on the side of, like, like, in college, I went through a period where I was just having, like, trying to fill a void with using my body, which... I feel it's different than where I'm at right now. Like, I'm coming to a point where I'm like, I, if I want to hook up with someone, it's just because I want to. It's not, mm -hmm. and maybe it's some weird void I'm trying to fill, but I don't really feel that way. Well, I also think it's when someone wants to have sex with you, it's like you feel 
I don't know, a, not only just sexual chemistry, but you feel like they want you. Right. And that lasts how many minutes? Right. That you have sex and then it's over. Exactly. It's like, okay, get your Uber, go. If some reason they stay the night, right? they I don't would, talk to you again the next day and that's it. Like, what's the point? Yeah, and I would never, like, like even if I'm having casual sex right now, it's just with this one person. Who knows if it will happen again, but whatever. That doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not still very attracted to him. Like, I don't ever want him to come over, us do that, and then him leave. Mm-hmm. Like, I still want the interaction of it, and I still like his personality enough to, like, where I enjoy being around him. Yeah. Like, 10, 11 times out of 10... I would masturbate before I would have a guy over to have poor sex with me. Yeah. <laughs> and then tell them to leave. Yeah. Like, masturbation, I feel like in some ways is better than sex. Can be. Can to be. Miley Cyrus's point. Yeah. If you find the right apparatus. In her right. case, finger. <laughs> and... That was funny. Miley Cyrus said, she was talking about masturbation. She was like, if you want something done right, do it yourself. <laughs> That's, I mean, you know your own body. Right. So, why wouldn't you? Right. And, I don't know. And she was interesting, too, saying, like, we both looked at each other weird, but she was like, I don't like foreplay. Just get in there, do it, and go. Yeah, no. How about, yeah. no to that. Yeah. She said, lube it up, get it going, Get it over with. I'm like, that shouldn't be how sex is, though. Right. You shouldn't be the whole time just hurry up, get it over. Because she kept saying, hurry up, hurry up. It's like, yeah. okay, why like, are you Why sex did you then? want it right to begin with? If you yeah. want it to be over, just don't do it to begin with. Yeah. But I do say, and my Jennifer's going to make fun of me for this, I don't like when sex lasts too long. Like, I'm not so No, like, that's how, but that's the woman's anatomy, though. When people are like, I had sex for an hour, I'm like, no, oh, you didn't. No, oh, you didn't. Right. You didn't, you didn't. And if you did, how? And if you did, you didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, no, there ain't no way. Right. I'm like, let's do this 15, 20 minutes. Uh, max. Max. Yeah. And even then, I'm like, if something and by 20 happen, minutes, I mean seven. If something ain't happening. Right. And I've run into that problem the last two people I've hooked up with. No. What? (laughs) (laughs) No, what? I'm like, no. Oh. I don't know. I still don't know what you're saying. Like, okay. It doesn't matter. Okay, what up? (laughs) Except hurry. (laughs) Hurry. (laughs) Say it in hurry. The last two people have not. All right. Oh, I know. I there is a term for that, but yeah. I know. I won't say the C word. Call her Diddy. <laughs> <laughs> call her in the South Diddy. Yeah. We call it Diddy in the South. But I'm like, is something wrong with me? You know, obviously, no. That, that's not it. But I'm like, I don't want to keep this train going. Like, let's both do what we came here to do in a reasonable time. <laughs> yeah. Like, I get that. Maybe I'm alone on that, but I don't think so. And if I am, then so be it. Because it's my own life. Yeah. 
Nobody is going to lay there and change up positions and do all this for an hour. And no. It hurts. Exactly. It's dry. It hurts. Exactly. And I do use lube, and I also do use condoms. So the lube does help, but the condoms, like, I refuse. This is making me sound like a slut, but I'm trying to go against slut-shaming culture by being open and honest about this. The condoms do dry you up more, and it feels like frictiony at some point. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm still going to use a condom before I get whatever rabies you're trying to shoot up my gut. Rabies. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no. Who kind of rabies you're trying to up my gut? Yeah. No way. Uh, another cool thing I did like that Miley, hashtag Miley, hashtag Kylie, said was she's more into sexuality than sex, which I did agree with. Did. Well, I, so I didn't. It was nice of her to elaborate on that because she, everyone, ever since she was 18 when Bangers came out and that whole era, it was like once she did all that, <laughs> oh my God, I had to get so many things out, I had to breathe hard. Um, once she did the, was it VMAs or mm-hmm. whatever it was. With that fan finger? Yes, with Robin Thicke. Um, Robin Thicke. Yes. Um, when she, the whole Bangers era, whatever. When she was twerking, <laughs> it's like she was the most, the sluttiest, mm-hmm. just trashiest person she was made out to be for twerking. Right. And also, she was in that rebellious stage. Like, I don't know, what was it, 2012, I think? Something yeah, like, that, like 2013, yeah. So, it really wasn't that big of a deal because people were doing that all over TikTok and more. TikTok was there in 2013? No, I'm saying now. Like, oh, right. Like, now it's not a It's like, oh, oh, my God, she twerked in a one-piece yeah. on stage. Yeah. Whoop, whoop do you fucking do? Right, right. You know, people were flashing their clits on oh. TikTok. Right. You know? It, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a different a, ballgame. What, what, what is the problem? Right. But I get it, but also... She was saying on the podcast that we are, we've we referenced 80 million times so far, <laughs> she is more sexual as a, in her personality than she is in the, in the bedroom. Yeah. I guess. Which I, I liked that thought because I feel like I don't feel like, A, that I have that much sex or that I... I feel like I know enough to do what I need to do, but, like, I don't think I'm some sex goddess. But I do really like sexuality. Yeah, that's how she is. Right. Exactly. Which I like that she said that, because I've never been able to kind of put words to it. Like, I like the aspect of, like, flirting, kissing, texting, Mm -hmm. the back and forth, foreplay, da-da-da. Like, that's much more interesting to me than you raw-dogging me. (laughs) Just kidding. I don't know about Told you that already. XO. Um, XOXO. You're right. Cosa Girls. Yeah. So, I thought that was cool. That she it was nice it. to hear her opinion because everyone always assumes they know someone because of the freaking media mm-hmm. all the time. It's like, we don't really know her. Right. We don't We know just her. think what we assume. Right. And she just went on saying, you know, I act sexual out. I dress for me. I dress for myself. If I want my tits out, I want my tits out. So be it. Right. I'm going to twerk if I want to twerk. 
But that doesn't mean that I'm this sex addict. Right. So, which like I thought just, made a lot of sense. Like, no one's really gone out and said that in that way. Right. That I've heard. I mean, that I I've heard. I haven't either, yeah. I thought it was an interesting perspective. Yeah. I agree. Which is a little bit why this, having this conversation feels scary. Because I feel like people that are so used to sex being really t- confined and private that it almost feels like airing dirty laundry. But... And again, to Miley's point, and your point, which you were just making, it's like, this is something that's happening. Mm-hmm. People are having sex. But why can't we talk about it? And I guess there's a lot of, like, issues that come up with sex. Like, there can be a lot of things that are not healthy for certain people. The way they handle not sex itself, but dynamics where people ain't right. Yeah. But for those of us that are right, talk about it. Yeah, like, is it so bad to talk about it? I mean, the call her daddy thing can be annoying at some po- at some times, but at the same time, there isn't another forum or podcast that I personally know about. I mean, I know there are some sex podcasts. Right. Um, I just don't listen to them. But this one in particular, just, you know, she has people write into her every week and whatever and answer questions of what her opinion would be and it opens up that conversation like we were saying to have which normally would be very embarrassing for anyone yeah but it shouldn't be yeah like you every every girl has a vagina every man has a dick yeah everything in between but it's like why people are so excited when someone's pregnant and obviously, you know someone had to have sex to get pregnant. Like, yeah. why is that the only thing that you can talk about? No, it's not. With and sex. Yeah. I just think it's more of... I think people see it as either, like, vulgar or it's embarrassing. Right. Which it is. It still feels like both, but fuck it. Yeah. It's always an Mask uncomfortable off. topic. I said that during coronavirus, so... <laughs> uh, she's immune for three months, and I anyone didn't know. That's why I'm with her. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm with her. We're together. This is a good time to announce our dating relationship. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I think this is a good place to leave it. After my bad joke I just made, it's time for me to shut up. So anyway, thank you for coming on. It's a pleasure to meet you. You too. Anything else for the people? Um, Love It has exited the building, and I'm not uh, sure where she was. I but don't even know. I think she went to tell, she, take herself on a yeah. walk. Um, I would just say be yourself. Talk yeah. about things that you normally wouldn't. Yeah. Especially with your significant other or friends. And that's the point I come back to, too. It's like if – sorry, I thought the blanket was Love It. It's not. If you get criticism for these things, I th- the point I always come back to is like – so what did I say that was wrong or wasn't real? Mm-hmm. And I don't think you can say any of it was. Yeah. So there. We've been very real with We've everyone. We've been too real. I don't want anyone to listen to this because I've been exposed. I've about had it. And oh, my gosh. And I've been pushed to the edge. I'm coming to the edge. This, oh, shit, dude. This is sponsored by... 
King Curtis. King Curtis. And if you guys didn't know, King Curtis has his own line of biking. He does? He does. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, everyone needs to look up King Curtis on YouTube. It's the best video of all time. Why swap? There you have it. Biking is good for me. Biking is good for me. I love everybody in the whole world. I wish everyone peace, love, happiness, blessings, gifts, abundance, etc., etc. Bye-bye. Yo, thanks for listening to Is What It Is. To know more, visit my website at isabellazow.com or my Instagram at whyisabellahaha. Music is by The Remarks out of Charlotte, North Carolina. You can expect new episodes whenever the fuck I get around to it, and I will catch you next time. Be you or be don't.